Welcome to the Augie Entrepreneur. This is your host, Kyle Musilak. This is the initial webinar where we discussed our backgrounds and our personal stories. We were fortunate enough to host Alex Jackson for some back and forth today, where we educated our listeners on protecting and building future wealth for themselves and their families. All right. First ever webinar out of St. Augustine, Florida. Let's go. Thank you guys for showing up. I appreciate you. Um, I'm going to be like a radio host here. So I should have done good evening, Florida or America. No, yeah, America would have been better. Um, cool. I'll work on that next time. That's going to be my update. So humor, finance, and some fun. That's what we're going to do here every week on the dot, except for maybe next week because we have a conference. But other than that, we're going to be here or be square. All right. So today on the docket, I had a, um, I had a meeting with the annuity giant, which didn't work out, but that's okay. We're working on it for next week's um, call. And he's going to talk about um, all of his exploits, everything he's done in helping people in the financial realm, save money because we're about to hit a recession. So <clears throat> super important to know what to do and to get away from losing money, but still taking advantage of those market gains, right? That's what we all want. We want more money when we retire. Um, and by the way, the podcast name, thank you, Alex, is going to be this the Augie Entrepreneur because I am an, one, an entrepreneur, and two, from St. Augustine. So everyone will understand that I'm from St. Augustine. So the Augie Entrepreneur, um, fun little gimmicky name, I guess. Um, but cool. So today I got a really special guest, um, which is all of these beautiful people on the screen, actually. But the number one that I'm going to call out right now or call up, as Mr. Alex Jackson says, um, he's got a fantastic agency. I kind of just want to go back and forth with you, man, and and see um, you know some topics that we could possibly bring to light for people that maybe they don't know and really just do some educational stuff um, here for the next 15 minutes or so that's that's Sweet. cool to you yeah let's uh let's get your topic out whatever you want to talk about man let's uh let's bounce some ideas around and and see uh see if we can back awesome um Okay, so my first thing, really, I just kind of want to hear your story, Alex, because I think it's a fantastic story, and I think the world really needs to hear it. I know you have your own platform, um, which I'll put in in the description on this as well, but just kind of want to hear your story, man. Yeah, so um, Alex Jackson, Kyle, thanks for having me on, um, and uh, and to anyone watching, uh, welcome to the Augie Entrepreneur, Kyle Musilak out of St. Augustine, Florida. Um, I'm in Illinois. The beautiful part about the virtual world today is that it doesn't matter where you're at and where you live, you can do stuff like this. You can meet with clients, all that good stuff in the financial industry and and, uh, and other industries as well to, to help families. So I've been here, Kyle, uh, at Symmetry Financial Group for just shy, literally like two weeks shy of four years. Um, and before I was with Symmetry, I was in the automotive industry, um, was in the car dealership world and uh, worked at a Fortune 500 um, uh, company, corporate office, corporate America deal out of uh, Detroit, Ally Financial, formerly GMAC, and um, was making about 110 grand a year. 
um, whenever I was there and then decided to um, join this very part-time in the beginning, which uh, hindsight being 2020 would not have done that, would have jumped in feet first and head first and um, decided to go full force from the beginning because I think it would have changed the trajectory. So uh, one word of advice to anyone that's looking to become entrepreneur, um, become an, an entrepreneur, um, don't, don't put your toes in the water, jump all the way in, regardless of what industry it is, um, would be my, my humble advice. Um, so went to a conference with my best friend and agency owner, Jim, and then we um, came back from the conference. I sat across the, or stood across the kitchen counter from my wife, Sarah, and I said, hey, I think it's time that we, and she finished my sentence, Kyle, and said, quit Ally and go full-time with Symmetry. She said that second part. And I said, yes, correct, we should. And uh, that was on a Monday. Um, I had cold feet for 24 hours and I waited till Wednesday to uh, call my boss at the time. And I put in a six-week notice, John, put in a six-week notice and said, hey, this is, this is, this is a six-week notice. I know it's normally two, but I want to give you guys some extra time to uh, hire someone. Let me train them, you know, give all the information that I've been working on and this, the stuff I've been building, um, get it up to the office. And I thought that was doing the right thing. Um, but Kyle, will did I know, um, though, the this is nothing against the company. This is just corporate America in general. But um, little, little did I know that you're just another cog on the wheel just another name in the in the paycheck box um and so two days later that was on a wednesday friday that same week two days later they called me kyle and said turn in all your stuff get your laptop sent in get your car turned in get your business card um from the office get it all you know itemized and whatever the word is i can't think of it right now um uh balanced out i guess um, so we had my wife who was pregnant with our fourth child, who's now three, um, a vehicle, only one. And at the time, Kyle, there was no virtual sales. So we had to pick up health insurance to pay for the pregnancy and which is Cobra insurance. And any of you that are in the medical field or know anything about Cobra insurance, it ain't cheap. So that was about 16, $1,700 a month, plus a $305 car bill. Um, that I was able to find uh, at the time. And so we picked up Kyle two grand of bills just to come and be an entrepreneur. And I haven't looked back since. And so to give a little other kind of previous history to that, um, that's, that's current date to about four years ago. Um, but prior to that, just to kind of give everyone a, an understanding of Literally anyone can do this, um, this, this business specifically in insurance. Um, before that, like I said, I was with the, the financial company. Um, I was a trainer, an executive um, trainer that did all, trained all the agents that went out and did what we did at the, at the home office. Um, prior to that, I was in the car business, um, was also in the Marine Corps for seven years, um, two tours. Um, and prior to that was in art education was my major. Um, so of all things, Kimberly, yeah, she looked up like art education. What? So yes, art education um, without the education part, because I, I failed out of that part in college. So I didn't get the associates part or the extra part I needed for the education. So uh, I have a, a bachelor's degree in art of all things. 
Um, when I say literally, Kyle, anyone can do this business and become an entrepreneur specifically. If I can do this, anyone can do this. So that's the quick story. Married, 40 years old, four kids. Um, and uh, I, I, I don't regret anything I've ever done uh, in becoming to where we are now. So that's my story, man, in a nutshell. I love it. I absolutely love it, man. And it's super cool, like seeing other veterans succeed outside of it, because I remember when I first got out, I was like, man, I, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. Like, I'm only I only know this. Like, I know how to pick up a gun and shoot it and do those things. But I don't know what the heck I'm going to do when I leave. And that's what all of us think. Right. We're we're used to that and we don't know what to do after. So entrepreneurship, I think, is like <laughs> the best thing for a veteran because you're finally free, completely free. You can do whatever you want. I agree. Um, and finding whatever it is. And this is by no means a recruiting tool that we're using tonight for our companies because we both work with Symmetry. Um, we're just saying that being an entrepreneur in whatever field you want to do is worth it. Yeah. Um, I promise you, as long as you work hard, you have a good work ethic, dedication, relentless pursuit of optimism and happiness, you're going to make it regardless. Um, and you never give up. The most successful people that I've met and read, read about all have the same characteristics, right? It's all relentless optimism. They failed more than every single other person because most people just fail a couple of times and then give up and then just start the trend over and over and over and over again. That's why you have 50 different jobs by the time you're 60, right? And you're living off social security, that sucks. So very cool, man, I love the story. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to kind of talk to you about as well, um, which is super important that I think a lot of people don't understand is what we do here too. And that's, that's the life insurance side. And we do a lot of things like you see mortgage protection, you see final expense, you see all these things that people are like, well, is that, what is that? You know, is that life insurance? Is that just life insurance? Um, but it can be used for so much to help someone. Um, and I know you and I, and a couple other people here all believe in it so much. And what I want to do is educate people on why it's important and getting it as early as possible is very uh, important. So if you if you could kind of touch on that, that'd be yeah, fantastic. I can. Um, but if you're if you would allow me, um, being that this is your first podcast and and your podcast and your webinar, um, can I interview you on who you are and what your background is, and you give us your story so everyone knows who who Kyle is. Sure, I'd absolutely love to do that. So I'll start with the same question you asked me. Uh, you're obviously in St. Augustine, and uh, I think it's important even to know your age because you know I'm 40, but you're not 40 yet. Um, I think it's important that they know you know who you are, um, your age, and what your background outside the military is. Um, you know, or if military is all of us. So tell us about Kyle, man. Yeah, yeah. It, um... It, that's I think that's the hardest part that people have right is like telling your own story because you don't want to sound too like oh I'm awesome right um I do and it's hard I to am awesome. <laughs> and you're awesome so you should share your awesomeness that's true I, I'm amazing and every day is going to be fantastic that I tell my wife um she loves that um in the morning when I wake up and be like hey it's gonna be a fantastic day right babe 
What? Yeah, see, she's not, she's not even paying attention. <laughs> I love you. Um, this is going to be great on my podcast, by the way. Um, cool. So, yeah, Kyle Muslak, uh, my mom is here. Thank you, mom. Uh, my beautiful mother, Kimberly Macklemore, um, not related to the artist whatsoever, um, unfortunately, but cool last name regardless. Um, I probably wouldn't be talking to you guys if I had all that money, just saying. But, but uh, yeah, so uh, my mom's always believed in me no matter what I do. And I think that's the most important thing, too, is when you're, you're doing all these things, is having someone that's got your back regardless and supports you. Um, but really, my story, I mean, I was kind of always the kid that wanted to prove everybody wrong. So people, I was always a smaller stature kid, um, and I always wanted to do things that everyone told me I couldn't do. And one of the things that people told me I really couldn't do that made me even want to do it worse, when I took the ASVAB, they said, hey, um, you're a little small, man. You sure you could you could make it in the military? And I took that and I said, all right, cool. So I graduated early. I left for um, OSIT, which is infantry school, one of the hardest schools in the, in the Army, right? Uh, and then came back to my graduation and walked with everybody in my uniform with my blue cord and was like, what's up? Yeah, you said I couldn't make it. And I was um, one of the top in my class. I was a team leader the whole time. I was promoted above peers throughout my entire military career. I won Soldier of the Year twice. Um, I had two tours, uh, one to Iraq and the Kuwaits, but we don't really count that. And then I did a contracting job in Afghanistan, uh, which was a lot of fun. I actually deployed with John here. We had a good time together. Um, and then, yeah, I was pretty much military. I thought I was going to do that for 30 plus years for the rest of my life and retire because everyone said, oh, you get that retirement, man. It's going to be great. You can just skate through life. But really like, our timer's not not really that good. Think about it. Um, and it depended on what your life wants to be, but I, I have two high aspirations for that kind of deal. Um, so I did I did all that, and then I didn't know what I was going to do. And to be honest with you, I kind of accidentally fell into this. Um, I, I was applying for a bunch of places, I couldn't find anything, and uh, Wes called me one day, and I said, "Man, this sounds way too good to be true." I'll be honest with you, like this sounds like a scam. And um, that was my initial thought. But I said, you know what? I'm going to research the company because they sound great and never look back. Symmetry changed my life. The people here saved me, saved me because I was in a really bad place. Um, I talked about it at our at our uh, event in St. Augustine back in May. And um, yeah, it's been a, the best experience in my life. I have so much freedom. I've traveled the world with you guys, gone to Cabo twice. It was awesome. I have more happiness and excitement and I see a future than I ever had before. So it's been pretty so, cool. So Kyle, for, to kind of put some perspective on this, after you got out of the military, how long were you out? Like your EAS, your, which means for those of you that don't know, that's the day you get out. So from your EAS until when you started here, how much time frame? Um, well, I was kind of in a different situation because I left early. So I signed another six year contract and um, I left a few years early to do that contracting job. Okay. Um, but when I left contracting, I was without work for six months before I got here. Okay. I had about 100 bucks to my name. 
<clears throat> started. Gotcha. So moral of the story is the reason I asked that was to get that, that out of you, which was how much you had when you came here. And this goes for anyone, um, you know, looking at any entrepreneurship, I believe, is you want to understand that if you want something bad enough, it doesn't matter how much you have to your name. It doesn't matter what experience you had in something else before. If you want to do something bad enough and, and change the trajectory and the forwardness of your life, I honestly believe that you can make it work no matter what the situation is. Like you had, you said 100, 200 bucks to your name. Um, you know, then you had to get a license. You had to get the course taken. You had to play for the exam, just like anyone else in this industry. Um, you know, let's take a, someone getting into real estate, right? If you're getting into real estate, you've got to take the exam. You got to take the course. You got to all that stuff. Then there's the marketing side of it. You know, you mentioned a plumber earlier. Like if you're going to open a plumbing business, regardless of what, ex you know, you probably need to have some experience to do that, I, I would imagine. But as far as opening the plumbing service, right, you probably need a truck. You probably need the tools, like maybe some staff to help you, right? Um, you know, like Jason mentioned, you know, being in the an MD or honorary MD, you know, the engineer, if you're going to open up a firm of some type, you've got to have all this. So my point is, is like, there's sources out there for people who want to be entrepreneurs, whether it's a government loan, whether it's a small business loan, whether it's getting a personal loan from your bank, like all those things are able to be uh, uh, ascertained in order to help yourself in the business that you want to be, um, you know, that you want to have that to change your life. And I think the fact that you left military, no job, six months, um, 100, 200 bucks to your name and came in here and said, Hey, let's, let's go get it. And I mean, that's, that speaks volumes, I believe. I mean, I know when I came here, I think we had like two grand to in the, in the checking savings and, you know, it just goes to show like, no matter, no matter where you come from, no matter how much you made in something else prior, you, you typically live within the means that you're at and spend what you got. So if you want to get into something where you can actually make more than what you need and, you know, and then live below the means that you're making now, I think that's also another key to entrepreneurship. So. For sure. For sure. And, and um, really how long, just to kind of let everyone know again, this is your first one. So how long have you been here with symmetry? How long have you been in the entrepreneur world now? Um, kind of give us a timeline of from now to then to right now. Sure. Um, I've been with Symmetry a year and 10 months now. I think this month is 10 almost months. Almost two years. Um, so almost two years. And then, oh, yeah, year and nine months, actually. Okay. Um, so same same time frame for entrepreneurship. And I, I always kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just never knew. I never found the outlet um, and how I could do that. And this, this company really opened my eyes to the many things that I could do, many people I could help. Um, cause I wanted to change the world. That was kind of what I wanted to do. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. So, um, yeah. Good stuff. All right. So now we know who you are. What's your question? All right. Yeah. We know <laughs> we don't need to talk about me. I'm not that great. Um, yeah, you are. Except, except my wife thinks so, but, um, all right. So my question goes back to the the, ins the insurance side, um, just, just hold on a second. 
All right, so we're back. We took a little break for a second. Um, perks of from our sponsors. Yeah, from our sponsors, uh, Alex Jackson Agency, <laughs> sponsoring this this uh, Saint Albi Entrepreneur um, for free. <laughs> but uh, okay, so my question really was, um, and see, that, that's that's another thing that I love about these things with you guys is that we just have fun with it, right? We're just having a good time, laughing um, while we're still educating which is fun. Um, so <clears throat> my question earlier uh, was really just kind of talking about what we do and why it's important because a lot of people, especially like young people like myself, I never thought it was important to have insurance. I thought it was kind of stupid and a scam, to be honest with you. I was like, man, I'm wasting money on this. Um, so I kind of want to know what you think to tell people my age really from 18 to 35 why it's important to get it earlier instead of later and why it can act and how and why it can actually help us on the on the back end when when we want to get when we'll look at it and really need it when we're in our 60s 70s 80s and um yeah and how it could really actually help our financial situation uh, i think would be beneficial all right so one, that's a phenomenal question. And two, um, I 100% agree that folks in their, you know, basically 18 to 35, 40, whatever you want to call it, um, with or without kids, with or without spouses, need to look at life insurance for multiple reasons. Okay. So one, depending on what you qualified for from a health standpoint and those kind of things, there are options and policies out there that can not only give you what's called a death benefit, which is the amount of money that goes to a loved one when you pass away, whoever you decide that person to be, um, but also there's the ability to build policies that can have the death benefit, give you money if something happens while you're living, called an accelerated death benefit, that's based on the amount of the death benefit. But even more importantly, I believe than that is you can have policies that you can fund properly to build cash that you can borrow against. Some people call them, um, well, they're whole life policies. It's not what people call them, that's what they are. They're called participating whole life policies. Um, and what's nice about those is most of them, at least the ones we work with, they have a contractual guarantee, which if you're gonna have a guarantee of an interest rate, the best type of contract or best type of guarantee to have is contractual one not one that says, oh, we're gonna guarantee this based on the stock market or based on this or based on that. It's a contractual guarantee. Most of them that we use are about a 5% contractual guarantee. So I'll give you an example, actually. I just wrote one yesterday for a buddy of mine. Um, the, the base of the policy, the term and the whole life rider together were about 300 bucks. And then I showed him, I said, hey, if you do an extra 200 bucks into this policy a month, then we put it towards this, this um, cash value building portion of it. Okay, so you've got some of the money going to life insurance, whole life, some of it going to term for 20 years, and then some of it going to, we'll call it the bank, right? The bank of you. So if you build a policy at this young of an age and you put money into it like that, this guy's 45, just to give a, an example of age here. So we did a 100,000 of whole life. We did 790,000 of term for 20 years. So basically $800,000 or $900,000 for the next 20 years. And then the other 200, 
went into what we'll call it again, the bank, the piggy bank, we'll call it, right? Um, but that piggy bank's earning interest. So that $100,000, just from a life insurance standpoint, Kyle, the $100,000 whole life at the end of the 20th years grew to a value of about 275. Yeah. Just from a whole life standpoint, just from a death benefit standpoint, because of that extra 200 bucks. And then on top of that, it also has the ability, not the ability, but it has the, um, the, it also is earning that cash value. So in this gentleman's case, again, 45, relatively healthy, all those things being said, I'm actually pulling up it as we speak, as we speak, Kyle, because I want to give a, an accurate number here. Um, in his case, in 20 years, he would have paid in, sorry, give me one second, Kyle, you can edit this out, right? Um, his 200 additional dollars for the cash value build, obviously in 20 years is $48,000 mathematically, right? But the account value at that point in time be $112,000. So he's paying in 48 to have a cash value of 112. Not to include the fact that the whole life value went from 100,000 to 260,000 in 20 years which is pretty amazing, right? So it's giving you the ability to put money into a policy at a young age, when you're healthy, when you're obviously young and build something for the future outside of just quote life insurance. You can use this stuff for paying off bills. You can use it to, I mean, you could be Kyle, someone could be 20 years old and if they could afford it, they could put money into a policy like this I shouldn't say if they can afford it. If they choose to make it affordable, make you know, make their, their finances make sense for it, you could put money into something like this for 20, 30 years and at 50, be able to take the cash value and take the house that you bought at 35 and have enough cash value depending on how much you funded it and pay it off and be, be debt-free at 55, 50 years old. Like people at younger ages don't think about this side of it enough. They just think, oh, I'm invincible. I'm not gonna die. I don't need life insurance. But do you know what? And you, Kyle, I know you know this, but for those of you that don't, the wealthiest people in America, do you know where they put their money? Do you know where the banks put their money? They put their money in life insurance. Because when you borrow money against life insurance, it's considered a loan. And have you ever taken a loan out, Kyle, that they taxed you on to, 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 to get the loan from the bank? Have you ever been taxed on the money you got from a loan? No, because it's a loan. Can't be taxed on a loan. When you borrow money from the policy that's your bank now, it's non-taxable. Another perk as well. So I don't know if that answers your question as far as like what someone at younger age brackets should be doing or could be doing. Um, but I think that young folks, including myself when I was that age, we blow so much money on stuff that doesn't do anything for our future. And thinking outside the box and using this type of policy or this type of option as a way to put money into something that's going to benefit your future you, your future family, your future kids, your future income. I mean, unless we hit World War III and World War IV back to back, the, the numbers that we just talked about are, are going to happen because money's cyclical, markets are cyclical, all that stuff is on seven to 15 year averages. So if someone at 20 right now, 25, 30 right now, 
got something like this, was disciplined enough to put away three, four, five hundred dollars a month into something like that, and had a good agent that built it the right way, they'd be just fine in, in 20, 30 years. So, and not have yeah. to worry about finding life insurance either. I mean, this dude's life insurance at Kyle, this guy's life insurance in uh, at the end of the 20th year, if he does pass away in that 20th year, his family, his wife's going to get $1.1 million. Like, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm glad you you brought that up because it sounds a lot like uh, our debt-free life program. But um, (laughs) it's it it is it's it's that he's not using it for that, but it is it's something that it's the same policy. I'm using the same policy to do something for him because he he didn't want something that was going to go away in five or ten, fifteen, twenty years. He just got done having a ten-year policy that he had at thirty-five to forty-five, and he said, "Hey." here's the funny part Kyle talk about like being a bad entrepreneur the agent called him and said or texted him excuse me and said hey um if you want to renew this or keep this policy it's going to be $2,400 a month he texted him that dude not called him and said hey do you want to look at something different or whatever like he he thought it was it made sense to tell someone over text that had his business for 10 years your policy is going to go from a hundred dollars to $2,400 a month to convert it to this, to keep the same. Like, that's just like, if there's anything to learn from that story right there, it's be a better agent, be a better entrepreneur, be a better communicator. And, and, you know, one of our core values do the right thing, even when no one's looking or when everyone's looking. Right. Like, so what yeah. else you got, brother? I love that, man. I love that. And um, I, I was, I like that you brought that side of it up because there's that side and then there's the, you know, IUL side, which is more retirement side that we handle, um, which I think is also important because a lot of people, so I'm about to talk about 401ks, right? So 401ks, those started because people wanted, or people wanted, people to get into the stock market right that's why the 401ks happen it wasn't it wasn't built for your retirement now people just use it that way um so i think iuls are very important as well especially on your kids early because you can use it and get even higher than that at an earlier age than what you discussed um it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish right but if you want a guaranteed really good retirement you could utilize IULs very similar to a 401k and do the same thing, but you have a guaranteed because there's a minimum uh, interest that doesn't happen. So I kind of wanted to touch on that real quick with you um, since you kind of brought it up and it's still the same topic um, talking about the difference between the two, maybe. So someone that doesn't know or never heard of an IUL would know what that is compared to the participating whole life that you just talked about. Yeah. So Um, first off, I think parents, especially 30 to 40 year old parents that have kids that are still under the age of 18, but specifically like younger, younger kids, like fifth grade below. Um, I'm going to give you an example. This is actually Sawyer, my, my 10 year old now, he was eight when we did this. Um, and I have one of these on all four of my kids, um, a hundred bucks a month is what we're talking about. Okay. 
So just to give an idea of how much we're talking about to prep your children for something that's for the future, right? So this won't, this won't be the same. Uh, it won't illustrate the same, I think is the best word to use, Kyle, for someone who's in their 20s, 30s, 40s. But if you're looking at something, a way to protect your children, to guarantee, essentially guarantee them, that, guarantee you that they won't have to try to figure out insurance in the future. Okay, so like for my, Sawyer was eight when I did this. So we did a hundred bucks a month. I figured why not just share a real life example, right? So we're gonna do this until each kid's 25. That's what we, me and my wife decided. So for 17 years, 16 years in this case, hundred bucks a month. So over that time frame, we'll pay in $19,200 for his policy from two years ago for 14 more years, hundred dollars a month. Right now, God forbid he passed away, we would get, and then it would go to his funeral, probably a charitable organization, split amongst his brothers and sisters or something like that. But the death benefit right now is already $331,000 and growing as he gets older. So what's really important is to think about what is it going to be down the road? Well, in this case, it's gonna, we, we built it to where um, at 35, it caps the death benefit at 378, 380. But the reason we did it that way is because we want him to have the money down the road tax-free at the age, in this case, we did 51. So from 51 for 25 years, for us putting in a whole $100 a month, okay? He's going to have $18,000 a year tax-free for 25 years, including that 378 that he's going to have in life insurance for all that time as well from 26 to 50 years old. So here's the math on it, right? So we're going to pay in $19,200 over the time frame of eight years old to 25 years old. Then we're going to stop paying. So the payments go to nothing. And then when he turns 51, if he distributes the money like we've illustrated it, he'll be able to distribute basically $18,000 a year tax-free to himself for 25 years, which means in one, two, in the first eight years, Kyle, he'll have $142,000 of distribution for the 19-2 that we put into it. Now, I'm not very good at math, so I'm going to do this on a calculator, but I think, and if anyone else wants to do this with me, if we take 19.2 and divide that by $142,000, I probably did that backwards, 142, I told you I wasn't good at math, Kyle, $142,000 divided by 19.2, that's 7.4 times, 7.4x. That's just in the first eight years, though. That's just in the first eight years, because then for the remaining 25 or the total of 25 years after that, he'll still get all the rest of the money. So if he lives out to the age of 75, he would have received $444,000 in tax-free money from 50 to 75 for the 19-2 that we put into it divided by 19.2, that's 
again, I'm not good at math, but I think I did this right. That looks like 23 times the amount we put into it. 19.2 times 23. So I think that's pretty good investment on my part. Yeah, it's pretty. For my child, you know. I mean, I know that if I had eighteen, twenty thousand dollars extra tax-free money coming to me a year from fifty to seventy-five, I definitely wouldn't be complaining about it, right? Yeah. And also to know, from a death benefit standpoint, Kyle, to your point earlier, from a death benefit standpoint, if he were to pass away as an adult from the age of thirty-five to fifty, he doesn't have to worry about paying for it; it's already paid up. It's three hundred seventy-nine thousand dollars. It's going to go to his future family, my future grandkids, if something were to happen to him. And you don't have to don't have to worry about trying to qualify or get or, or be able to qualify for it or apply for it or any of that because it's it's already done. It's in play right now. So, hopefully, that answers your question. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a uh, that was really good explanation and a real world example which is exactly what i wanted you to do anyway so it worked out um but that but the the main thing there right is how much like you're only putting in a hundred dollar investment a month for a period of time and you're multiplying that by over seven i mean that's kind of insane that you can do that and a lot of people don't know that you can do these things right and so what I really want people to understand too is imagine if you're doing that for yourself even and you're and you're quadrupling what you just said. Yeah. Think about that, right? The, there's a lot a lot of things you can do with what we do that can really, really help people out and guarantees them retirement and helping. And even in, just like you said, an extra 18 grand a year, I'm not gonna complain about that no matter how much money I'm making. I, I'd be like, thanks, dad. That's freaking awesome that you did that for me. Thank you. Um, so that, that was great, man. I really appreciate that. And you brought that up. Um, so with that, I, I mean, I don't really have any further questions. We're kind of past the time I wanted to go. Um, so I think this was a great first learning curve. We'll go from here and build up and bring other people on, um, from there and see how it goes. But a lot more, I mean, we're going to be talking about business to business healthcare. We're going to be talking about 401ks as well. I'm going to bring on other financial advisors so they can talk about their side as well, not just the insurance side. Um, so we're in educating people on everything and all different outlets, bringing entrepreneurs together. Um, you know, we're going to start a movement here and it starts here in St. Augustine and where Alex Jackson is. And we're going to go from there, man. We're moving up, moving up in the world, changing lives every single day. I'm excited. I can't wait. I am very stoked for the explosion that's about to happen and changing the world one day at a time. One person, one extra person that shows up in the webinar a week. I'm happy. All right. And that's it. Thank you guys for showing up. Um, subscribe to the Augie Entrepreneur. More to come. More to come. We're going to have fun. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Every week we will bring on a different expert in their field or business owner. Our goal is to bring together entrepreneurs and educate people on developing financial independence. If you are in the financial industry, a business owner, or looking to start a business, please reach out to us 
at theaugieentrepreneur at gmail.com. It'll be spelled out in the description for each podcast and video. Thank you.